0: To shoot tonight. Yes, Friday night. T G I F. Yes, Friday night. Two guys in a Friday. Yes, Friday night. Yes, Friday night. All right, welcome to week number 133 of the two guys in the Friday's podcast. My name is Steven, that over there is Travis.
1: Hey, Steve.
0: Hey, uh, happy post-Galaxycon show anniversary birthday.
1: Yeah, man, that was a great show, it was yeah. a lot of fun. We had a good turnout, um, some really enthusiastic and uh, involved fans, so that was great, I, I, I love that.
0: I do want to personally at the start of the show apologize to Jonathan Sharp, brand new super fan listener Um, he did an amazing live performance of the TGIF theme song and for some reason the audio quality was just not usable, but like it's my fault I think, so Jonathan if you are listening, please record another version, you can just do it on your cell phone, email it to us I'll even give you my cell phone number if you want to text it to me Um, but we'd love to have you back doing another version TGIFcast at gmail.com is the email address
1: Jonathan was great and it broke my heart when you sent me a message that was like hey I don't think it recorded and I was like oh god that's devastating but hopefully he'll hear this and hopefully Jonathan you will record a second version and send it over we will absolutely 100% get it on the show yeah I I, I promise that
0: and uh, I think the 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 galaxy con episode itself sounded pretty good though. Um, I did figure out a reason or a way after we did it to like make it sound even better next time we do it. So for like awesome okay, con or something, cool. but, yeah. um, yeah, I, we had a good time. We're learning.
1: For We're sure. learning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a good time, a good time but
0: thanks to guru for the theme song that got filled in because Jonathan's didn't work.
1: Thanks, Guru. We appreciate it for sure.
0: Uh, let's see what else is going on. Make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFCast. Like we already said, TGIFCast at gmail.com is the place to send in your theme songs for any questions you have. And uh, follow us on YouTube. We probably got some interviews coming up real shortly. So uh, just go to YouTube, search Two Guys in a Friday. It's pretty easy to find.
1: Yeah, the summer's going to be here before you know it. And hopefully we'll be able to fill in some of that time with some cool interviews.
0: So, before we get into the episodes this week, we do like to see what was going on 30 years ago, and these are episodes, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, Travis, that would have aired when. Oh,
1: you're not putting me on the spot. I just got to get to the right tab here. Uh, These would have aired April 3rd, 1992.
0: Oh, that makes me sad, you know? Why? Because we did not get April Fool's episodes this year.
1: Oh, I mean, you can't have them every year.
0: I mean they should just be the closest to April 1st every year I think.
1: So I'm going to I'm going to say this and this might be a bit of a spoiler. Um, unless we've already, unless it's already happened. Did it happen last year? Hold on. Let me look. I'm going to look real quick. Oh, uh, it was hold uh, on. Yeah, okay. So last year was the one where they did the the April Fools thing where they played TGIF on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then reran the same episodes on Friday. But
0: I mean, it didn't happen.
1: There'll be another April Fools, I'm sure, right? The calendar repeats. I hope so.
0: Um, so what was going on in the world 30 years ago on March 30th, 2022? Hopefully that's within the dates because I didn't even ask you. Uh, the 64th Annual Academy Awards aired and uh, got some good winners this year. Um, let's see. Clint Eastwood. Hold on, let me guess.
1: Let me guess. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Yeah, I feel like you already just ruined it for me. So forgive went win Best Picture?
0: Yeah, Best Picture and Best Director. Um, okay. You know, I don't know why I saw... Like Silence of the Lambs winning a bunch of stuff. Was that not this year?
1: Silence of the Lambs did win Best Picture. I don't know what year. I must be
0: on the wrong year. This is the. the, Yeah. This is preview for next year.
1: (laughs) Okay. Silence of the Lambs won Best Picture and Best Director and Best Actor and Best Actress. Yeah, that's what I thought. And Best Screenplay based on uh, the previous work of fiction. So it, that was the big winner. was, And this was a funny one too, right? Because wasn't this... Um, Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor for for Hannibal Lecter, right? But he was only on screen for like eight minutes of the whole movie. Wow. Um, yeah. And still won Best Actor uh, awards. Who did he beat? He beat... A War lot Beatty, of good names. <laughs> De Niro and Kate Fear, Nolte and Prince of Tides. Yeah, Robin Williams and Fisher King. It's a good selection. It's a good selection. Yeah. Um, oh, and this was the year Beauty and the Beast was, was nominated for Best Picture, the first fully animated uh feature nominated
0: it won best score and best song
1: i mean it was a good movie
0: terminator good movie. 2 won all of the uh technical awards
1: technical awards best i sound, read something best
0: sound effects best makeup
1: i read something yesterday that was like when arnold schwarzenegger made the first terminator he he didn't think it was going to be anything he's like this is just some little movie i'm going to do it's not going to have any effect on my career i going to do it and just move on
0: yeah, how big was, was the first was one? I mean, does that huge in the box office or really was it the yeah. second oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a
1: success. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For okay. sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, yeah, that's all I got for news. What about movies and music? What was number one this week in 1992?
1: Yeah, same song. Save the Best for Last, Vanessa Williams. Um, so no changes there. And then new, new movie this week, uh, White Men Can't Jump. Woody Harrelson and our Wesley Snipes. Yeah, they good just movie. did the. Rosie Perez. Uh,
0: they just did the 30 year like um, reunion thing at the Oscars this year, and all three of them were up on stage. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I saw some pictures from that. So good movie, really good movie, fun to watch.
0: Yeah, um, um, and then a,
1: we got a birthday. We got birthday? a birthday? Uh, Saturday tomorrow, March. Wait, no, last Saturday, March 26th. Uh, Heidi Ziegler, just the ten of us. Uh, she was Sherry. Unfortunately, she wasn't on the reunion show, but we were texting, and she was trying her hardest. She was on vacation with the family. Um, she sent, sent some over pictures. some like
0: live photos on the stream. I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: She sent some pictures from like that day of her and her family in Yellowstone or wherever it was, yeah. and we shared them with the cast. And she said, you know, she wished she could have been there. So she was, she was there in spirit. She did sure. more
0: than Matt Shackman did.
1: You were so like, <laughs> you you need to bury the hatchet with Matt Shackman. Never never if matt jackman comes on comes on the show will you will you no, bury the hatch no 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 he literally
0: okay. stole all of the ideas from a tgif show and then used them on his show
1: uh, i mean that seems to be the consensus it
0: is all right you want to get into it all right let's do it family mat. well only two shows this week we got some reruns we got some shows that are no longer on tgif so just family matters and dinosaurs this week
1: that is correct. Yeah. Family Matters. I moved away from it. But Family season Matters. Three, episode season 22. 3, episode 22. And Dinosaur Season 2, episode 22. Step-by-step uh, step on reruns. And like you said, it's kind of a... Well, I, there's not a blank space at the 9.30, but Baby Talk was on reruns as well. So,
0: All right. So, let's do it. Family Matters. Yep. The Urkel who came to dinner. Um, it starts off... Uh, we are in the living room. We've got Carl. Looks like he got a new fish tank. Um... He's not going to let anyone get near it because we find out it's not his fish tank. He's actually uh, fish sitting for Lieutenant Murtaugh. And this is his fish while he goes to Vegas
1: to find a new wife,
0: to find a new wife. Um, so he's watching. It's a good
1: place to go to find a new wife if you live in Chicago.
0: Um, No, I, you I mean, you could immediately get married. I guess you got that. That's
1: true. That's true. But then you got to like convince them to come back to Chicago.
0: No, they don't have to come back. You don't have to live in the same place as your wife all right fair enough. Maybe he just just wants to be married. He doesn't care what happens after that. Okay. It's a great place for that. If you need, if you need to find someone and you want, just want to get married immediately and then just leave them in <laughs> Vegas, it's the perfect place. Vegas is the perfect place. <laughs> there you go. Um. So yeah, he's watching this fish. Um. Then we have Harriet and Rachel come in. Um. Super excited because we find out that the Urkles are going on vacation. This is not the first time I think this has happened.
1: Well, this is the first time that they think that the the entire family is going. Normally, how we how we hear about Urkel vacations is Steve comes in and says, "Hey, my family is going is either going on vacation or has I woke up and they were gone on vacation and didn't tell me. Uh, what do we do now? Well, but this is the first time we think that he that they think that he it's the whole family, everyone's going.
0: Spoiler alert: it's not going to be much different. Um, so they talk about how much they have packed. It looks like they're going to be going for two weeks or two more weeks. than two weeks. They've got plenty of luggage packed. Um, the whole family has like a little dance party celebrating as the car leaves, and as the car leaves, Steve Urkel walks in the front door, joins in on the dancing. The whole family freezes, and we find out he is not going with them.
1: Nope, they want to do their uh, second honeymoon. Oh, well, I guess we we it comes back to yeah. After the and That's then we fine. find out yeah that they they want to have their second honeymoon. Except uh, they're going to different Mama places, Urkel's,
0: right?
1: Yeah, Mom Urkel's going to New York. I can't remember what she's doing in New York. And uh, Daddy Urkel is going to D.C. to see, to a bug convention, right?
0: Yeah, um, something about, like, uh, he's really fascinated with uh, animals to eat their own young.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, and there's also the funny joke he makes. He says they, they decided to go to separate locations because they didn't ha- want to have a repeat of uh, what the tragedy first honeymoon. The first honeymoon. The tragedy, was that's saying. right. The tragedy that ruined their first honeymoon, which was, of course, the conception uh, of, of Steve Urkel.
0: Yeah, so... Um, Harriet's a little worried um, that Steve's going to be staying alone. Um, Steve uh, makes sure to let her know that he's a man now. It's not going to be a problem, but Harriet tells him to stay with the uh, Winslows while they're on vacation. It'll be fine, and uh, the rest of the family, of course, behind Steve Urkel's back is trying to talk her out of it the best they can. But to no luck, it looks like Steve's staying over.
1: Yeah, this was a cool scene because Steve was like in the middle, and on one side was Laura, Eddie, Rachel. The other side was Estelle, Carl, Harriet, what something like some mix of the family. And basically, every time Urkel would turn away from one half, the other half would be like real mad, no, no, and no, no, then no, he, no, would, no. he would turn, and it would completely switch. And he did it multiple times, so it was this real fun, like ping pong back and forth of, of emotions.
0: Yep. So skip ahead. The um, screen tells us it's now 2 a.m. And we've got Steve Urkel playing his accordion in his pajamas on the couch next to candlelight in the living room as loud as he possibly could. He's playing the Urkel blues.
1: I wrote ukulele for some reason, even though I know 100% that it was an accordion. I don't know what I was thinking.
0: It's OK. Um, so he's playing the accordion. Of course, he wakes up Carl. Carl comes down. And, uh, of course, he's a little mad that he's woken up, but this is also his chance to um, show Steve that this fish that's behind him is Spike's fish, or not Spike's fish, is Murtaugh's fish (laughs) named Spike. Spike. And, uh, obviously, setting something up for later in the episode.
1: Yeah, you're not going to have a big fish tank in the middle of the living room that's going to survive the episode.
0: Yep. So, they go back to bed. Um, We skip to the next morning. Everyone's super excited because Steve has decided to make breakfast for the entire family until he tells them that uh, he has made liver and head cheese omelets.
1: This sounds delicious. I would I would be thrilled if this was an omelet someone made for me.
0: I'd eat it too. Um, so everyone runs out of the kitchen except for Richie who um, has a little problem. He tells Steve that uh, Timmy the Terminator Thompson is a bully at school and he's being really mean to Richie.
1: Yeah, he wants a dollar a day from Richie, which seems a lot. That's his lunch like, money. That's his lunch money
0: Yeah. I don't oh, even know if tough. he gets a dollar. But um. Yeah. Steve tells him um, to that he should tell his mom about the bully. And like he's like, no, I can't tell my mom. And he's like, well, what do you do for a bully, Steve? And he's like, you know what? Uh, I stick up for myself. Um, I don't let any bully bother me. And he tells him that it's better to be beat up than be afraid to to go to school.
1: Which is what we've seen very much the Steve Urkel approach to how bullies treat him.
0: Yep. So it looks like Richie um, is definitely at least thinking about Steve's advice as we go back to the living room. Uh, it's a little later now. Steve is uh, cleaning up, he's vacuuming the sofa. Uh, Mark shows up, who we find out is uh, Laura's study date for the day.
1: Yep. And we can see before Mark, as, as I guess Steve is going to the door, that, Mark, uh, that he has something on his back, a sign.
0: Oh yeah, Mark lets uh, Steve know there's a kick me sign on Steve's back, and uh, he blames the teachers for putting it on there, he and does. then um, Steve starts questioning Mark, like his normal like questioning that he would put any guy through that came over to see Laura.
1: Well, I don't know, this is a little bit more excessive. He does. He's like, I need three forms of ID, a thumbprint, and then he asks him for a urine test.
0: Yep, and that's what sends him out. Uh, scares Mark away, uh, Mark heads out the door, And uh, Richie comes in afterwards and we see not one, but I'm pretty sure it was two black eyes on Richie.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was hard to tell, but sure, I'll take two. Uh,
0: We find out that he stood up to the bully. He actually uh, was able, I think, to beat up the bully, right? Is that what it seemed like?
1: it does it does seem like he, he might he have won the fight only back yeah and there because there, he says that timmy was a sucker for uh left richie's hook left hook or which to yeah. me yeah it makes it sound like he he hit him with the left hook and timmy went down so
0: yep not far behind richie though is rachel who is uh real mad about what happened sends richie up to the room and then starts yelling at steve because richie has been kicked out of preschool yeah big deal fighting Um, And then we get a good pain for any parent too. good close up of sad. Steve Urkel after this Um, probably a commercial break here. We come back to Steve vacuuming once again.
1: Uh, I want to say something real quick here before we move too far off this. So Rachel talks to Urkel about giving, giving Richie the advice. And Mm. she's like, did you tell him to, to fight back? And Urkel kind of like, doesn't say no. And I would argue that, that Urkel did not, tell Richie to fight. We told him to stand up for himself, which is different than, than fighting.
0: Well, um, yeah. I mean, he told him that it's okay to be like beat up.
1: Right. Not to fight, not to fight back. Yeah. I mean, you can't
0: stand there though. Urkel would throw his fist up at any time.
1: He does throw his fist. You're right. He does throw his fist up. It's not very effective, but he does. He does at least posture, but he doesn't, I don't know. You don't really ever see him strike. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: I don't know either. I, th- I, I guess I, what I'm getting at is I think that Urkel could have been a little bit more like, that's not exactly how it happened, Rachel.
0: Yeah, I think he was in shock as well uh, sure, about the sure, whole situation. Because, sure. I mean, as we see later on, it ends up working out. But um,
1: you're right. You're right.
0: Back to Steve vacuuming. Um, Laura gets home. She's mad at Steve because uh, I think she ran into Mark who, uh, or no, Mark was like walking down the street and he like ran the other way. And Steve knows, or Laura knows that Steve scared him out of the house.
1: Right, he said. Because he said that, uh, like evidently Mark, when he was nerd ra- running away, you've got a nerd. Yeah, nerd infestation.
0: So Steve's frustrated that he can't do anything right in the house. Um, he drops part of the vacuum on the floor, sets the vacuum uh, hose up across the fish tank. As he goes down to the floor to pick it up, the hose goes into the fish tank and immediately starts sucking up all of the water out of the fish tank. Yes. So um, he stands back up realizes that all of the water and spike the fish are now inside of the vacuum cleaner so he uh tries to suck the water and the fish back out of the hose yeah like a giant straw siphon and uh we get the impression that he has now swallowed spike and spike is well not yet not we get the impression
1: that yeah that, that spike has made it into his mouth
0: yeah so carl comes in um, I think, uh, cause he can't talk right now. So what does he like pat him on the back or something?
1: He, he slaps him on the back. Yeah.
0: Yep. And as he does this, uh, now Spike has been fully swallowed by Steve and, uh, Steve tries to tell Carl what exactly happened. And, uh, as he's telling him that he, what he did swallowed it, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Murtal comes back.
1: Just happens to come back right at that moment
0: yep he's back from his uh Vegas trip. Steve's about to tell Murtaug what happened to the fish, but instead, Carl stands up for him and uh says that uh Spike committed suicide while he was gone uh,
1: poor fish, so he can't take it though,
0: yeah, he's trying to lie for Steve as much as he can, but Steve says no, that's not what happened and uh after he tells him what happened, like Murtaugh can't even believe this story. It's like so crazy,
1: and that's really it. That's the end of Spike, the Spike storyline. Yeah.
0: Um, so we go a little later. Uh, we've got <laughs> the Winslow family gathering in the living they didn't room. They really find
1: like any way possible to squeeze Murtaugh into these, I into these episodes. I, I'd i love to see his contract. I wonder what it was like. We got to get you into as many episodes as, as we told you we would. And then you're done.
0: You know, I love the uh, vacuum water fish bit, though. Like I thought that was done pretty good.
1: It was good. I mean, I'm not saying it's not it's not entertaining. It's just like doesn't yeah. I mean, I can see how this adds to the story because it's just another example yeah, yeah. of Steve, you know, interfering. But they never, they never take it anywhere. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like Murtagh barely seems to even care about the fish. But at the end of the, did he story. say he got a new wife? Uh, I don't think he did.
0: Maybe, maybe that's why he doesn't care. Got a new wife to replace, replace Spike. All right. There you go. Anyways, uh, we're in the living, we're in the living room. All the Winslows are gathering together, complaining about uh, Steve to Harriet and everything he's been doing wrong um harriet's like all right let me figure out something to tell him at this time steve walks in and says don't worry harriet it won't be necessary i heard everything so he tries to leave and uh he thanks them for letting him stay but he knows that he messed up and then richie stands up and he's like no steve actually helped me there was a bully at school and um He helped me stand up to him. And then that's good enough for Rachel. Rachel's like, what? There was a bully. Like, this could have been probably figured out a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Like, why did you punch that kid while he was bullying me? Oh, okay, I understand now.
0: Um, It seems like everyone's problems are kind of getting fixed, too. Like, Estelle stands up and says, you know, Laura, I know that he scared Mark away, but I actually saw Mark on uh, Makeout Mountain with some sassy redhead. And then Carl's like, Estelle, what were you doing on Make Out Mountain? And then she's like, don't worry about it. And then, uh, so that's settled. And then Carl, this last part was kind of weird, I thought. Like, they kind of got to a conclusion, but didn't really, I don't know. So Carl tells Steve that um, next time, if we invite you over, all you have to do is just stay. You don't have to do all these extra things. And then, like, uh, because we got Harriet to do that, I think he says. And then, uh, and then it's just like, is it group hug time? Like, that was it, right? Like, they just go from that to group hug.
1: And then group dance. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, I mean, yeah. Carl's thing was a little weird because, I mean, we do see Urkel doing a lot. I mean, he's cleaning the couch. He's cooking breakfast. He's cleaning the furnace. But no one ever says anything to him about it until, like, it's not really a part of the story. It's just something that he's kind of doing in the background while the rest of everything else is happening. Yeah. And then somehow Carl makes that, like, the moral of uh,
0: the conversation.
1: The conversation was the weird part,
0: I thought. Yeah, yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. It didn't seem to really fit with like, like normally when that dad talk happens, the moral fits the story. And this moral seemed to be totally different than the story. Yeah. Um, so then
0: Steve's like, is it group hug time? And they're like, no. And then they're like, let's just dance instead. And then they do like the same dancing they were doing when Steve was leaving for vacation.
1: Yeah. 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 The dancing was definitely a callback to the beginning. Yep.
0: So that's uh family matters this week. The other episode we have is a brand new dinosaurs. Um, what did you say the actual episode number was? Because I wrote down two fourteen, but I guess that's not right.
1: Yeah, no, it. it uh, this is another one that Disney had out of order. So this is dinosaur season two, episode twenty two.
0: And that's the official number. That's not the. That Disney is the
1: number. yeah, as it aired, as it was, as it was made uh, episode number.
0: Okay. Uh, slave to the fashion—that's the important part. That's the episode you want to watch. Uh, after yes. the theme, we come back. uh Baby's got a ball of yarn, and uh, he's arguing with his mom about—I don't know—just the ball. Like, oh, it's my ball, and she's like, oh, it's not your ball, and they're just like throwing it back and forth. And he's like, my ball. And then when she well, takes— Well,
1: this it, is that typical that typical baby thing where the baby sees a toy, sees something that's not a toy, wants to be wants it to be a toy, and then the the parent says, no, give it back, and the baby's like, no, it's mine, I want it. And then the parent's like, okay, you can have it. And then the baby's like. I don't want it anymore. And then so the parent goes to take it and the baby wants it. And they that whole, yeah. you
0: know, uh, unimportant to the story, really.
1: Uh, I mean, it, they, it's a, it's one of the, it's becoming a more common theme where the baby has like little side plots that are just kind of like silly that come pop up throughout the episode.
0: <sighs> Whew, I knew a sneeze was coming. I don't have a mute button. Well, I, I guess it. I kind of do. All right. So while this is going on, Charlene gets home with her friend Mindy. And, um, they tell Fran that they had to sit on the floor because the only table available was Heather's table and they're just not cool enough to sit at Heather's table. And then they, uh, like in a depressing teen way, get a bunch of food out of the fridge. They start eating, they turn on the TV and there's a commercial for uh, prestige outerwear that is on. And, um, there, there's a coat on TV that they think if they buy this coat, they will get all the status they need and maybe eventually one day they can join heather's table
1: that is correct did mindy sound familiar to you at all
0: oh the voice the voice of no i didn't i didn't even think about it
1: it was hard to pick up but it's uh jessica lundy who is susan from from baby talk
0: oh okay cool um yeah, so they're watching this uh, commercial. They want this coat. Friends like, no, you can't get it. Charlene uh, then tries to- By the way, the
1: coats, I think it's important to mention. Well, it's fun to mention. The coats that you see in the the uh, ad and that we, we see later in the episode as well, they're they're like fur coats, but they're still alive. Like the coats, the head of the animal that the coat is made out of is like talking. It's its own puppet. So I didn't even realize
0: to, you could see that on the commercial.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's on the commercial. Okay. It's on the commercial.
0: So... Charlene fails at getting money from her mom. She tries to get money from her dad, um, Earl. She's like sucking up to her dad like she always does. And Earl's like, "Robbie, yeah, yeah. Robbie, you should act like more like Charlene." And then uh, Charlene tells uh, her dad that she needs five hundred dollars for this coat, and he's like, uh, "No, you don't need any fancy clothes." And then she goes to her grandma. Who hears that her dad wouldn't give her the money? So just to uh, make her dad mad, <laughs> gives her the five hundred dollars and says, "Ah, eh, I was saving it for college, but you can have it now because he, he, the fat man, won't like it or something like that." Ethel's great. Yeah. Um, so now I think uh, Fran and Earl are watching TV in the kitchen. They're watching a uh, Hidden Predator, which is totally pretty Hidden much- Predator. You yeah. just have this giant like dinosaur monster that hides in random places. and then when someone goes like to the job <laughs> or like to the mall or something, the predator just jumps out and eats them. That's the show
1: eats them um, and that's it and then they, they, and they think it's hilarious. hilarious yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, wow, okay.
0: Uh, As they're watching, Charlene gets home and she's wearing one of those coats from TV. It looks like uh, it's like a black and white spotted coat with a giant, well, not a giant, but like the head of about the size of like a mink or something. Like like a fox. Fox head or something like that.
1: It's it's actually credited as like Fox jacket because did you recognize the voice of the Fox jacket? No. It is Mr. Tim Curry. Oh, really? Yeah. Tim Curry was the, the voice of Charlene's jacket.
0: Now you there's no reference to a fox with Tim Curry though is there? Am I, that I'm missing. There's a
1: it's credited like in the credits Yeah, fox yeah, yeah.
0: I thought you were saying yeah. like fox no. like I should know Tim Curry. Okay. Uh um, no, 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 no.
1: All
0: right. So this jacket we should probably talk about it a little more. We said that it has like um a head that is still alive attached to it mm-hmm. like it's a living jacket, but uh the the jacket talks um I don't know. What do you want to say about this thing? Like, uh, it's,
1: it's snotty. It's not, it's a snobby, you know, high class, like I'm a sophisticated, you know, fancy jacket that's fashionable and better than everything.
0: Yeah. Um, so Fran of course is mad that, uh, she bought the jacket because she finds out that her grandmother gave her the money and that was supposed to be for college money. Um, Mindy comes over at this point as well. And the jacket starts to talk to Mindy and, uh, ends up having a conversation with Charlene telling her to uh, get rid of Mindy tell her uh, her outfit's ugly and tell her that she doesn't need her anymore and uh, what?
1: yeah well part of this though is that Charlene and Mindy were going to buy the jacket together uh so they could because that way they would have enough money and then they were going to share the jacket so Mindy comes over to check out the jacket and you know figure out what the plan is and the jacket's like I don't like her you have to get rid of her and Charlene's like Mindy I'll call you in a few days
0: yeah, so Charlene tells Mindy off, and Fran is watching this whole thing in disapproval. And then the jacket tells Charlene, uh, all right, come with me. We're going upstairs to look at the yearbook and pick out our new friends. <laughs> so they go upstairs. Um, I don't remember who was watching DTV at this time. But there's it was like, Robbie. Robbie. Robbie was watching, yeah. There's like a little special on uh, Lizard's, Lizard's Gizzard. Lizard's Gizzard.
1: Yep, tape. It's funny. There's a lot of like, their last album, I just can't remember what it was. It's like Steal This Album or something like that. Uh, but their new album's coming out, and they're trying to make sure that this one's a hit, but it's called Tape This Off the Radio for Free. Um, and they're trying to sell tickets for their tour that's not selling well. That's called the Don't Bother to Come, We'll Be on Cable Next Month tour.
0: <laughs> uh, the phone rings. Robbie answers it. Um, and we find out this is, must have been happening all day. It's another message for Charlene. She's been getting right. uh, very popular as of late, and we're pretty sure it's this jacket to thank for it. Absolutely. So Fran's getting worried. Um, she's worried that uh, Charlene's going to be like too obsessed with this whole like status that she has now. And Earl yeah. tells her, "Well, she's got friends. It's a good thing. She's seeing a whole bunch of people. Don't worry about it." And Charlene comes down and announces, um, "Heather has invited her to her table and tomorrow, uh, tomorrow." And Fran is worried about it.
1: Yeah, well, I thought it was I thought it was funny because you know instead of saying like hey just come sit at our table, she's like you can come sit at our table tomorrow.
0: Yeah, Um, the code the code
1: is not the code's like you are not ready for this, uh, Charlene. We've got to we've got to level up.
0: Yeah, so we go back to Charlene's room. Charlene is so happy about what's happening, and the jacket tells Charlene that he's worried um, that he the jacket might be getting like overused, worn out. It's the only thing that she needs to. accessorize a little bit and maybe even uh get some new outfits to wear and convinces charlene the best thing to do is go steal her dad's credit card and go shopping
1: yep go steal the credit card and go on a spree
0: so we go downstairs earl is uh watching tv but also like kind of falling asleep as he's watching um as he does fall asleep charlene sneaks uh behind the couch grabs his wallet out of his front pocket but as she's doing this uh baby sees her and and starts making a bunch of noise, um, trying to uh, wake up Earl, and uh, luckily the jacket is able to bribe Baby, get another dollar out of Earl's pocket, and give Baby the dollar to be quiet.
1: Yep, and he, he shuts up pretty quick.
0: Uh, we then go from here right to the mall. Um, We're shopping. We're in, like, a high-class store. I think this is the store that we find out. It looks like
1: the, yeah, the the prestige store, whatever it was called.
0: Yeah, and uh, Charlene is, like, looking at all the tags and thinking everything's too expensive. But the jacket's trying to get her to buy stuff. And then Heather comes in. And um, she, like, immediately is, like, kind of making fun of uh, Charlene. Like, oh, you shop here? I've never seen you wear anything from here. Like, that kind of thing. And the jacket is kind of um switching sides like trying to jump over to the heather train and a little more uh kind of going away from charlene
1: well yeah i'm kind of what so first of all heather is julia louise Dreyfus. just get that out of the way um so heather's like hey you need why don't you try this top on it's it's got stripes you should probably do that until you lose some weight uh you are trying to lose some weight right and then and then, so she holds the jacket while yeah, Charlene she's like here. Takes let me hold that jacket tops. for you. Go try yeah. these two
0: things on. And, and uh, the,
1: the jacket's like, oh, this you 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 look you look nice. And and she's like, yeah, this interior of the jacket's really nice. And he's like, why don't you why don't you try me on? She does, and then yeah. Charlene comes back.
0: Yeah, and the jacket likes Heather a lot more than Charlene. Um, and Charlene is realizing this, and then she also realizes that she gave up her best friend for this jacket.
1: Yeah, this is the classic give up your best friend to get popular sitcom story.
0: So we jump back at home now. Um, Earl uh, has realized that his credit card is missing. He bribes Baby with a cookie to tell him who stole the credit card. He's very, for a very quickly tells uh, Earl that it was Charlene. And uh, Fran asks Carl what what's going on. He tells her that oh, our daughter stole my credit card and Earl's all upset. Fran knew this, something was going to happen the whole time. Like she had already warned him about this and uh friend says that they need to teach, um, teach Charlene that status is not as important as she thinks. So as they're discussing, I like, I like
1: Earl's idea though, that he comes up with once he realizes that she stole her credit card to be able to fit in with her, her new rich friends. Earl comes up with a plan of getting Charlene to steal the credit cards of her rich friend's parents so that they can buy stuff like a boat and, and other things. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, I think uh Fran makes a mention at some point in here too that his uh his max is fifty dollars or something on the card. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Which I don't know maybe that's a lot in dinosaur, you know.
0: I mean the jacket's five hundred inflation. The jacket's five hundred. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, that's that's good context. That's good context.
0: Um, so Fran says that they need, yeah, did that. And then uh Charlene comes home while they're having this conversation and uh yes. immediately gives her dad the credit card, says she took it, says, um, well, Earl says that uh, status is not the key to a better life. Pretty much what Fran was telling him to say. And she agrees. She says she's depressed and she was stupid for doing it. Um, Fran, of course, is proud that she has learned a lesson and says, uh, pick up the phone. You know what to do. Uh, she does ground her at this time, too. But uh, Charlene picks up the phone, calls Mindy. And we we assume to make things right with her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she immediately comes home and knows she needs to make, make things right. Yeah. So. This was a fairly basic dinosaurs episode compared to what we've seen lately a lot of the things lately i feel like have been really intense and drama yeah yeah. i mean like dense i mean it's a good story it's a it's a relevant story but it's just it wasn't like one of those current
0: event episodes that we've been having kind of thing
1: yeah it's a lot simpler it's a lot straight more straightforward uh which is not a bad thing at all it was it was nice kind of to get a little bit of a like god this episode is so so
0: deep yeah yeah what did you like better family matters or dinosaurs this week
1: no, I mean they were both okay. I, I, you know, I, I will say this thing. Uh, this about the Family Matters episode, and and you know, take the take the whole like silly fish bit out of it, which was I didn't really have a problem with, but it's kind of going to go against what I say a little bit. Is it? It focused a lot on the family, and it focused on an Urkel that wasn't over the top. Like Urkel fit in with kind of the style of the family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More of that like straight, like play it straight, um, which I like to see. That was nice. Um, I don't know. I guess I like the Family Matters better than the Dinosaurs episode.
0: Yeah, I like the yeah. Family Matters one too, and uh, it's for opposite reasons. I like the fish bit.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not saying I don't like the. No, fish but that's cat. why I, I the... like. That's why I like oh, the episode okay. better was because
0: of the uh, the vacuum scene. That was, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't dislike it at all. I just like that it was more of a subdued kind of Urkel I just. I really like when they when they focus on the family, and I thought we got a lot of good family stuff in this one. So.
0: Yeah, so uh, next week on the show, uh, we've got reruns on TGIF. We're trying to decide what to do. We've got a couple options out there. Um, so what we'll yeah, probably do we'll out. is maybe like midweek next week, um, let you know if you need to watch a couple episodes to catch up with us. If we're going to watch maybe, who knows, like some episodes that are not on TGIF right now. There's a bunch of shows that we could do. Or um, if we have an interview or something, we'll let you know. We'll post it on social media. So that way you are all caught up in time for our next episode next Friday.
1: Yep, we'll figure it out
0: um thanks once again to uh guru for the theme song this week
1: yeah guru thanks again Appreciate make it.
0: sure if you want to send in your own version of the theme song you do that just send us an email tgifcast at gmail.com make sure you're following us on all social media at tgifcast and uh subscribe to the youtube channel two guys into fridays so that way if we've got uh video interviews up in the next few weeks you are there you get the alerts you are ready to watch them
1: yep yep and share with your friends let them know let them know we're here let them know you like us yeah do that too we like we like you and we like them
0: um i think that is everything short week this week
1: yeah short week this week so yeah all right cool man well have a good week steve you got it dude. yes
0: yeah. friday night tonight tgif yes friday night two guys in a friday yes friday night Yes, yeah, Friday night.
1: Yes, yeah, Friday night. Oh, yes, yeah, Friday night. TV
0: podcast.